0: and welcome to Laundromat Insights. I'm your host, Randy Radke. I would hope that nobody coming into the laundry business would ever go it alone. Uh, Full service partner really is a key element to getting off on the right foot. Today, we have two of the best in the business. We are lucky to have Mike Fox, sales manager at Alliance Laundry Systems Distribution in Chicago, uh, formerly known as Washburn Machinery. And Justin Meerman, sales manager at Heinz & Waller in Marlboro, Maryland. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Hey, Randy. Hi, Randy. Thanks so much for joining us. So we are going to break this thing down for folks and hopefully give them a good idea on, you know, what the difference is between a full service distributor and a dealer, someone who can sell you equipment and maybe not much more. Justin, let's start with you. What in your eyes separates a full service distributor from a dealer?
1: Oh, well, in short, you're, you're kind of getting a one-stop shop for your, for your customers, right, as a full-service distributor. There's no need to go elsewhere to try and get your equipment repaired after the sale. You also have the support of factory-trained technicians backing up the equipment you're purchasing from that distributor. On top of that, when you get to the point of needing to submit items for warranty um, or quality control issues... That's all direct, handled directly in house from the person you purchased that equipment from rather than a subcontracted service company coming in and then trying to replace that part, going back to the distributor and then back to the factory. So everything kind of moves faster. There's more qualified and uh, more dependable results.
0: Mike, what about in your eyes? What, what do you see separates a distributor like yourself from a dealer in that area?
2: Uh, I would say first and foremost, uh, full-service distributor is really going to be your business partner. So they're going to work with you on all aspects of the business, uh, from finding a good location to working with you to make sure that the equipment is sized properly, to marketing your business, working with your tradespeople to make sure that you have the right utilities in place and then making sure that the equipment is programmed and running to its full potential. So really, I mean, our goal is to make the equipment purchase, installation, and operation pretty much as easy and trouble-free as we can for our customers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Along with that, Mike, what are your thoughts on, if I'm a new investor, how much work do I create for myself If I say, you know what? No, it's all about price. I'm going to get by cheap. I'm going to do a lot of this work myself. How much work am I creating for myself? Uh,
2: There's a lot to uh, both the OPL and the coin uh, installation. I always tell people you want to do it right the first time because uh, running the wrong utilities or not having enough concrete foundation for a washer, those things can get really costly and really expensive uh, to repair. And of course, then you also have downtime on equipment, uh, which is costly for your business. For sure. Definitely. Justin, obviously you have a a ton of experience
0: in this industry as well. I'm sure you've seen it all. What type of mistakes have you seen made and how costly are they?
1: Yeah, the mistakes, there's there's a wide range of them that I've seen at this point. Some of the bigger mistakes, a lot of it is time, right? So a a client thinks they can go out there and, and just track down everything themselves. Think about when you're going to look for a a home on your own. A lot of the times it's hard to find what you're looking for just with a house and the commercial market is even more difficult. So when you have a a full service distributor working with you that can help you narrow down those locations and the ones that are actually qualified good locations for a laundromat, that that can can save an immense amount of money over the life of of a store just from productivity on its own. Other than that, I mean, if you if they try and contract that work, I've had a store where they con- try to contract their, their own GC who had no experience in the industry, and we had to go back in after them and have them widen the troughs, fix the pads the machines were going on, redo all the duct work, redo the gas lines, the water lines. So I, I don't know what the exact number on that was, but I'm sure that that customer was not happy with the end result when when looking at their... Bank account at the end of the day.
0: This is this is doubling your install costs. I mean, at, at the end yeah. of the day, re- redoing uh, the concrete pads and and drain troughs and utilities. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine you're not doubling install costs.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it was that or more just for the fact of having to retrench and cut new holes in the roof. And this was brand new construction, so everything that was brand new was then remodified. So, And we try to steer them the other way, but at the end of the day, sometimes you you have to let them make the final decision. But that's where a distributor with experience and that knowledge in this industry is invaluable. The value that brings to the ease of starting up a business like this that is complicated in its own right. But a distributor with, with that experience can make it pretty simple.
0: Absolutely. I'm going to throw this question out to both of you. Let's start with Mike. Justin has scared me straight when I heard redo utilities, pads, and drain troughs, basically everything that could go wrong in a store and and need to be redone, is is was redone in that example. So Mike, what should I be looking for in a distributor relationship? What questions should I ask?
2: So when you go to look for a distributor, obviously you want somebody that has experience um, that can Give you references that can also has a fully stocked parts department uh, that has set factory trained technicians on on staff that can you know answer questions for you somebody that uh, somebody that you can get a hold of easily someone that has a brick and mortar building if you will uh, with parts and equipment inventory on hand those are just some of the you know, more basic things that you want to ask. You want to kind of avoid uh, what we kind of call in this industry, a uh, truck slammer or a, you know, a broker, if you will, somebody who's just trying to sell you a store, uh, but doesn't have the people and the resources to uh, back you up when you need it. Same question to you, Justin.
0: What should I be looking for? What questions should I ask? Well, it's funny, you know, I, I echo a lot of
1: what Mike just said. And what resonates with me is when he said trunk slammer, and it's, it's, it's a term in this industry we all know, and it's it is it's that dealer, if you will, that rides around, doesn't have that brick and mortar building, doesn't have that overhead, that investment in their own business that just sells you equipment. And then by the time the, the machines are installed, you'll never see them again, right? So one of the things I would always recommend looking for, again, like Mike said, references, a, a stock parts department, if you go into visit a distributor and they have a showroom they bring you into meeting rooms they sit with you they invest that time with you and they show you that we're here to partner with you if your business is, is successful that means our business is su- successful and really that's the goal we want both parties to be successful and both of our businesses grow our customers we want them to be successful enough where they're opening another store and then another store and then another store until they build their own laundry empire. And we want to be that company behind them, backing them. And again, you know, the, the showing of a brick and mortar building, a warehouse, parts department, just that, that support on the back end that's needed to really lift up these laundromats is important.
0: Absolutely. One of the, the conversations that, that I've had with folks a number of times has been the difference between having service and technician staff as employees as part of the organization versus uh, a dealer or a lesser distributor contracting out and the idea that, well, what's the difference? As long as my equipment's repaired, what do I care if it's uh, distributor staff or they end up calling somebody else? Any, either one of you guys want to weigh in. What, what's the difference? What What does that mean for me? in the end, does it mean I don't get service quite as quickly? Why is my service not as good? Are they using different parts?
1: Yeah, that's that's one thing to really consider. So there there's always there's always going to be service companies out there that'll say they'll come out and service anything. But there's always something to be said about having factory trained technicians that are going to use OEM parts and fix the machine right the first time. So you have the support of the factory of the manufacturer of that machine that that you have running in your store right now now if that machine goes down you have a technician come out who is trained by that factory to work on that machine and then on top of that they're using the same high quality parts that are coming from that manufacturer not some knockoff part that comes from god knows where so there's a lot in my mind there's there's a huge value in having a company that not only sells their equipment services that equipment and even offers parts uh, a parts department access as as a backup in case a an operator said it wants to uh, purchase a belt and install it on their own.
2: Yeah, I would I would echo what Justin had to say there. It's really important to have that service available if you're a customer and it has to be a quality service because downtime is super expensive uh, if your machines aren't running You're not making money. You need to find a distributor that does, again, have factory trained service personnel. They are trained to take care of issues the first time and save you a lot of a lot of downtime.
0: Have you guys had any experiences where maybe someone went a little bit off script and used someone that wasn't factory trained, and you guys had to come back around and your service staff had to, to fix a problem?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I've had, uh, well, in, in both markets, really. But um, in the vended market, we've gone in and we've seen workarounds done on machines where, where they're jumping. In other words, they're, they're eliminating certain safeties on the machine just to get it to run. And that's a liability issue that could cost more than the store itself makes. You know, so it is critically important, as Mike said, to make sure that it's serviced correctly Um, and the right parts are put on it. Because we we have gone in several times and found parts for completely different machines that are not specced correctly put on machines that not only are detrimental to the way the machine itself operates, but also the safety of the machine.
0: Yeah, I definitely don't want close as close enough when it comes to critical parts on my (laughs) My washers, tractors.
2: (laughs) Right. Yeah, I I, I would add too. I mean, uh, a lot of times uh, when it comes to the service like that, what I find is I'll actually hear it from the customer after they've used one of those type of service providers that is not factory trained representative. So like we stock all of our parts on our vans, our guys drive fully stocked vans so when they go out to call on a customer, they have a majority of the parts that are the common issues uh, with laundry equipment. So what that does is that saves the customer time. So, you know, we have a commitment to try to get to our customer uh, within a 24-hour period. And then we try to back that up by having those parts on the van so that, you uh, you know, if our our technician gets out there and identifies the problem quickly, he can also fix the problem at that point. Whereas, if you're dealing with uh, someone who is not factory trained or uh, has parts inventory, a lot of times they have to come out, they have to identify the problem, then they have to get online and either order the part or call their office and have them order a part. And then that might take two or three days to get the part. Then they have to come back out, put the part on, run the machine, make sure it's running properly. So you you can eat up two, three days of downtime really quickly if you don't, if you're not dealing with a company that's prepared to fix your machine right the first time. Yeah, I I
1: agree. I mean, so with having parts on the truck and having that, like you said, that support, having having the fully stocked vehicles, maybe a, a third-party service company's rates might be $10 less an hour. But how many more trips, how many more hours are they spending trying to fix that machine because they're not trained properly and they don't have the parts readily available?
0: Taking a step further, if if I have a... 60 or an 80 pound washer extractor go down what am i losing in three days of turns uh, along with that
2: oh yeah yep and travel travel's uh travel's expensive today so every every trip that they take they're going to be charging you their time so you know we try to eliminate that as much as possible
0: as as we take a look at we've given some of the the benefits and obviously some of the downfalls what are the red flags that i should be looking for if i'm if I'm knee deep in this and I'm working with with someone on my new vended laundry and I'm looking at equipment and I'm, I'm pretty pretty deep into the process, what red flag should I be looking for to say, "Hey, maybe you need to tap the brake here and uh, call someone else"?
1: You you could you could find some information just by going online. I mean, starting start by looking at their website, but but even then, websites can be misleading. People have have technological skills nowadays that might. Surpass what their actual business capacity is, but that that might be a good starting point. Uh, other red flags to me are we've we've seen this in the past in in our area are certain distributors or dealers, I should say, are resistant to offering design services. For example, like like we can do with Speak Queen, where we can put together you know the CAD drawings and the and the the three D renderings and utility schedules. And also demographics, demographic analysis, and those, those full packages. There's some that are resistant to it simply because they don't have access to it, because they, they don't have that infrastructure. They don't have that backing. Other than that, it would be a lot of those other things we touched on. If there's, if there's no place where you can go and sit down in front of them if you have a problem or if you can't get a hold of them, those are some pretty big red flags to me
2: i would I would agree with what Justin had to say there I mean if if you're dealing with somebody who who's not interested in talking to you about design, who's not interested in talking to you about uh, demographics, who's not in- interested in talking to you about questions that you have about marketing your store, uh, who you know avoids questions about service, how do you handle service or how do you handle parts? you you really have to start thinking to yourself, is is that person want to be my partner in this business or are they just trying to sell me equipment? Yeah, definitely good advice.
0: Open it up for final thoughts. Mike, any final thoughts?
2: Uh, I think just final, you, you just want to uh, make sure you're working with a full service distributor who's going to, uh, Treat you like a business partner who's going to, uh, look at your best interest, that they're going to be there for the full installation, that they can answer uh, difficult questions that you have regarding installation, that they have financing available, uh, if you need it, uh, all the way to, uh, the support, uh, to keep you running because the equipment, uh, that you're buying is, is stuff that you're going to be running for, uh, you know, decades. And you want a dealer who's going to support you all the way. Great advice. How about you, Justin? Any Anything to add?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, there, there are a lot of investors that start looking into this industry thinking they're going to come into a sort of a passive income situation where they're just going to start collecting quarters and they're going to go away to Tahiti or something and then quickly learn that it's a lot more than that. So when you're, when you're looking at who you're going to partner with as a distributor coming in here, that I think having somebody, having a distributor backing you up that is, that is full service, that has the full backing of the factory behind them, that has the full backing of a a fully staffed and trained service department behind them is really important to helping you adjust to running this business in a way that isn't going to be you banging your head against the wall. It's going to be a profitable and pleasurable experience.
0: Uh, definitely would, would have been banging my head against the wall had I had to replace <laughs> utilities, <laughs> foundations, and rent trust. That would have probably scared me out of the industry. <laughs> I, might have, I might have put the piece of property up for sale and, and put up a donut shop instead. So <laughs> solid advice. Well, I'd like to thank my guest, Mike Fox, Justin Merriman. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank
2: you, Randy. Thanks for having me. Uh,
0: I'd like to thank our listeners as well. And we hope you'll join us again for another episode of Laundromat Insights Podcast.